You are now listening to Get a Girl Vision Podcast with your girl, host, Shar. Yes, y'all, I'm back, and I have a bonus episode for y'all. I know, I know. I just can't. I'm being busy, and, you know, I just really, really wanted to um, get this out because I have a lot of entrepreneurs who are coming to me, and with my accountability group, I want to help people. So I have a really, really great guest tonight, and I can't wait for y'all to listen to this great segment. It's with Khalees Travel. She is an award-winning business coach, so you know what to do, right? Get into it. Welcome, welcome, Kelly, to Get A Girl Vision, GIGV podcast with your girl host, Shar. Listen, I have an amazing, amazing powerhouse woman right here, right now, and she's going to be talking to y'all, letting you, schooling y'all, letting you know what's the tea about great entrepreneurship. So please, can you please let everyone, all the Get It Girl Vision squad know who you are and where you're from? Hey, my name is Kelly's Travels and I am a coach. I really help women entrepreneurs in particular to get over self-sabotage and claim the life that they deserve. So I'm located in Alberta, Canada. But I'm originally from Trinidad and Tobago. Mm. <laughs> and I, I love your accent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I only moved here two years ago, actually. I'm still getting settled in. But yeah, I love helping entrepreneurs because I've been an entrepreneur since I was 14 years old. So I have oh loads goodness. of experience in that field. Mm-hmm. And thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so thrilled because um, we do have... I know you through Instagram and um, it's so funny how we met and we also have like um, an accountability group that we follow with each other and it's just pure visionaries on there, which I love so much. And like when I said you're a powerhouse, it's like the fact that you're only here for two years blows my mind because the accomplishments that you have achieved in two years there's some people who are born here who haven't achieved as much as you have and I'm just so so proud of you just looking at your stories and stuff like that so you guys have to check her out I'm pretty sure she's going to leave her um, handles and I will as well so you can check her out and see what she does but before we even get into the juicy topics I kind of wanted to you know 
I have a little icebreaker question and basically questions that are relatable for other entrepreneurs to like, you know, inquire why you are an entrepreneur. Okay. Awesome. So you ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So how did you become an entrepreneur? You said, you know, you started at 14. How did, how did that start? Yeah, so I was always a very curious person since I was a child. Like, I never wanted to just do one thing. I always complain that I'm too busy, but then whenever I get any free time, I start a new project. So <laughs> that's always been me. Like, I love being busy. I love doing what I do, and I love filling up my schedule with that. So in school, when I went to school, it came natural to me to always have a side hustle. Um, I used to yeah. do, like, persons here, and then when I was in university, I sewed at the side, made clothes oh, to people, nice. and that partially provided for me, like, financially, but it, uh -huh. to be honest, it was really just because I loved being creative and having always that sense of independence to decide, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love that. And so how has being an entrepreneur affected your family life? I would say that <laughs> it really, it really has been the driving force of my entire existence, to be honest with you. Um, mm -hmm. In Trinidad and Tobago, I was a polygraph examiner, which is a lie detector test examiner, <laughs> which is wow. interesting. Like, every day was something new. I loved my career. I, I really did. But, and I had um, properties as well, rental properties. So I would say that I was comfortable but I wanted more like that entrepreneurial spirit in me just couldn't let up. I needed my, I wanted my, I always wanted to see what else I could do, how far I can push it. And I wanted a life for myself where my kids could go on vacations with me multiple times a year. And mm -hmm. the lifestyle I had just wasn't going to allow that to happen. So that is why I even thought about moving um, out of the Caribbean and into Canada because it would make me uncomfortable basically and I would have to like evolve into a different person and I knew that that would mean me getting closer to who I wanted to be so yeah That's being amazing. an entrepreneur is driving force behind every <clears throat> single thing I do it's like a spirit a spiritual journey an entrepreneurial journey that I have to fulfill <laughs> yes oh my goodness that's an amazing story and um, it's so uplifting and like I said just watching your stories on Instagram and just seeing all this the the empowerment that you embrace on other women and like-minded women it's amazing to watch and see and to be part of so I'm I'm, con I'm gonna congratulate you now and Thank forever you. girl yes <laughs> So what is your greatest fear and how do you manage fear if you haven't? Yeah, my greatest fear is not being able to fulfill um, becoming my best self. I feel mm -hmm. like if a lot of people live and die and they, they don't know exactly what they're capable of. I have this burning desire to prove something, not to anyone else, but to myself. Like I know that. I have made a promise to myself to live in my truth and to become, you know, to become that best version of myself. Someone who is impactful, someone who lives out their dreams, someone who manifests what it is that they want in life. And I feel like yeah. if I don't fulfill that, that is my greatest fear. Like that is my driving force behind me. Um, the way how I deal with fear is that I act on it. 
I act mm-hmm. on it. Every single day, I make it a mission to become one step closer to where I want to be. Um, and I face my fears daily because that is where progress is. It is through your fears, you know? You have to go Absolutely. through it. You can't go yeah. around it because then you're missing out the lessons learned, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that is like the big um, piece puzzle piece to the the topic that we're going to talk about tonight Mm -hmm. and um so we'll get into it so the topic is what to do when you get overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and I thought about this topic and I'm gonna give five um um things that I believe that I do and that helps me but probably can improve so let me know if I'm doing things right yeah okay so one um I drink some hot tea (laughs) when (laughs) I feel overwhelmed I drink hot tea I don't know something about the hot tea um warms my spirit it warms me up and makes me feel the exhaustion it overcomes the exhaustion I don't know if you know I just I love tea Okay. Uh, to write in my journal like I totally write in my journal I write down my thoughts I manifest my dreams what I want all in my journal I'm mm-hmm. all about that um, breathing exercises sometimes when I'm so overwhelmed because I do suffer with anxiety I have to breathe I have to take a moment to just breathe and I'll do some exercises even if I'm at work I use my watch my smartwatch, and I'll just take a few seconds to kind of like inhale exhale um uh, four I get seven to eight hours of sleep to recharge my body like if I don't sleep then I feel very overwhelmed when I have to get projects done um being a mother it 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 tends to um there's so many life situations um having an elderly parent um having a child with autism just a lot of things kind of like I have to put first sometimes mm-hmm. and then feel overwhelmed that I can't manage my business um the way that I want it to be so you're here tonight so you can kind of give me some tips on how to get over those humps mm-hmm. and hurdles and five is just a relax mode do nothing I do nothing and maybe <laughs> I'm doing wrong by doing nothing so you're gonna tell me these five things let me know what I'm doing right what I'm doing wrong and probably everyone who's listening you know can get some um great tips on this as well so yeah for sure. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that you have really adapted your um, response to suit the things that you need right I think it's really mm-hmm. important to know that Everyone is different and you can't really compare what you need to do for yourself to what someone else needs to do. And like taking advice wholesale, like just taking it from someone else and trying to fit it into your life is the wrong approach. Um, I look back in times in my life when I felt extremely overwhelmed, just like um, when I landed in Canada with my husband and my two very young kids. My son was only like one year old at the time um, and my daughter was three. And we had no friends or no family and in Canada. We landed. We literally took an Uber to a hotel when we landed. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
And when we were at the hotel, I, fo- I, I did not pay the um, security deposit online. I thought that I would pay it in cash when I got there. And they, did, they wasn't accepting cash. So they were telling me that we can't stay there because they don't accept cash. And I didn't have a credit card. I didn't have anything. I didn't have any bank account, no SIN number, no nothing. And in oh that moment, God. I could, like, if the world could have opened up and swallowed me whole, I would have been happy. Just not even see the look in my children's eyes or my husband's eyes because he was judging full on 100%. Like, what did you get us into? Like, this is all your fault. And, you know, I felt so <laughs> guilty, so terrible. Tears came to my eyes. And I think that was like the epitome of feeling overwhelmed. That's like overwhelmed yeah. on steroids, right? <laughs> yes. So, yes. you know, it really varies according to the situation. It varies according to you as an individual because I'm a very high-functioning person. I function very highly in terms of stress and anxiety. I function mm-hmm. through it. It doesn't mean it doesn't affect me, but I know how to still function and get things done yes. even though I'm very high stress, right? So yeah. the things that I would do when I feel overwhelmed may not be possible for someone else. So I would say mm-hmm. really evaluate your own mechanisms of self-sabotage, which is where I am an expert in <laughs> self-sabotage yeah. and examine what makes you feel overwhelmed. So I don't like to look too much at solutions, even though it's important. I like mm-hmm, to look mm-hmm, at prevention mm-hmm. first. Like, oh, okay. what triggers yeah. you to feel overwhelmed? Let's see if we can cut that chain. Let's see if we can break that chain so we don't have to get to that point. Because when you're at that point of feeling overwhelmed, I recommend to just stop. Halt. Mm. Right? Halt, mm-hmm. take a break, figure it out. Because when you operate in that space, you're more likely to make mistakes. You're more likely mm-hmm. to say things that you don't really mean. Um mm-hmm. And there's something called the halt risk states. So it's like when you're hungry, when you're angry, um, when you're tired, and when you're lonely. Like those four states are states where you should just really stop. Stop and fix the problem Mm -hmm. and then back and tackle it another day or at a moment later. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So honestly, yeah, like when you're in those states that is hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, stop stop Mm -hmm. or do whatever it is you need to do whether it's to have a coffee break or a tea break in your case (laughs) yes go hang out with a friend go (laughs) call a support partner go hang out on social media do something that you know really stress for you (laughs) i think we are are all good self-soothers like we know how to soothe our pain right Mm We know how to soothe that pain. And I mean, sometimes we self-soothe in negative ways. Like we may binge eat or we may watch TV for like a whole day straight (laughs) binging, right? right? But I think for the most part, we all know how to soothe ourselves and get ourselves feeling good to tackle it another Mm -hmm. day. Um, But do we really know how to prevent coming to that point of feeling overwhelmed? You know, so I I think like that self-reflection in terms of what exactly gets us overwhelmed and how can we not get to that stage? Um, mm-hmm. is definitely something that we should spend time reflecting on. For me, um, I personally feel like if, and like working with my clients as well, I see these things coming up. These feelings mm-hmm. of feeling worthless, um, or mm. feeling angry or any sort of anxiety, it tends to lead to self-sabotage and that feeling of being overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah. You know? So like address or... those feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do them. you ever get, um, sorry to interject, do you ever get like clients who they want to strive to get things done, but then they let 
life situations get in the way. So for instance, if a family member got ill mm-hmm. or um, they, you know, their job wasn't, they weren't happy at their job. So their focus was just being overwhelmed with that. And they mm-hmm. had their side hustle that they kind of neglected because of the work in the mm-hmm. daytime, you know what I mean? Do you have clients like that? Of course. And what would you tell and what would you tell them? Like what advice? So, yeah, this is really a good question. Like I feel like sometimes we put a lot of uh, we play a lot of like guilt, guilt trips mm-hmm. in terms of being distracted and oh my god, I let myself down and all of these different things. But human nature to get distracted life is distracting i don't know mm-hmm. everyone who's living life i think we can understand that things happen children get sick parents die you lose your job mm-hmm. and these mm-hmm. are not things that you can just downplay and you know that's why a lot of like these motivational gurus i kind of stay away from because it feels like if it's a it's a whole thing <laughs> that yeah you can do it like yeah get through to the other side sometimes you can't sometimes to take a break sometimes you need to get off the track deal stuff deal mm-hmm. stuff, get yourself back mentally prepared and then jump mm-hmm. back into the game you know so this this, Absolutely. this stuff guilt trip that we like to carry ourselves on or like expect others to be so perfect is not reality mm-hmm. you know it's not reality i think sometimes we just need to give ourselves grace um and deal with ourselves but it's so true it's so mm-hmm. true because at in i've gone through a lot too with like losing my father and i remember um as soon as he died i ran and i i started the podcast mm-hmm. and it was like the best thing that i could have done but there was a time that i broke and i had to take a break of course and it's yeah. because i didn't grieve yep. um enough like he died today and three days later I did, but I did it for him because this is something that I wanted to do. And he always uplift me to do it. So I was, I did it in a good way, but in the same time, I did not grieve enough. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to uh, do my best or to put on my best right away. It took a gradual time, but I had to take a break first, mm-hmm. grieve, and then really understand what my purpose was for me right. to just do the best that I can for the Get A Girl Vision part. Mm-hmm. So there's so much growth. There's so much growth still. And, you know, I'm just now getting back into the game. You know what I mean? So yeah. I totally, totally get what you're saying when it comes to taking a break not self-sabotaging yourself by feeling guilty for not being like all those uh social gurus out there who just Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you said you know what I mean you can do it (laughs) you can do it and you're like crying inside and dying inside because you lost someone that you totally love but yes Uh you can do it so I get that and um, it, I've experienced it. So I totally, totally understand what you're saying right now. Yeah. It's speaking yeah. volumes. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of the Maslow's um, Law of Needs. Yes. 
Right. I learned that in school. Yes, psychology. So <laughs> I do this exercise with a lot of my clients. Well, with all of them. It's like an introductory exercise. And mm-hmm. I make them identify what, what level are they on, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the first level is like your basic needs. You need food, you need shelter, right? The second yes. level is safety. You need a safe place to live, you need justice, you, need, you have those needs. The mm-hmm. third level is love and belonging. Mm-hmm. We all need love. Yes, <laughs> Whether it's do. spouse, family, friends, right? We all need love. The fourth level is esteem, right? So that's where we have our ego coming in. We need to win. We need to thrive. We need to succeed. We need to push forward. But then Mm -hmm. that fifth level there, that is self-actualization. And many Mm. people don't ever reach to that level, right? So like Mm. a lot of times when we think about, oh my God, I'm feeling overwhelmed or I feel sad or I feel lonely, I feel like I'm not going anywhere. It's good to kind of notice, take a step, and understand what stage of the journey are you on? What are the mm-hmm. needs that need to be fulfilled in order for you to move on to that next level, right? Right. The trick is that the first four levels, they are actually deficiency needs. So in other words, <laughs> you can't do without them. Yeah. You can't do without them. You can't, like, if you're missing one of these, you're going you're gonna to have to search for it. If you're mm-hmm. missing food, mm-hmm. you're going to mm-hmm. search for food until you die. You're, there's no option yes. to give up on it. Right. If you're missing yeah. love or safety or esteem, you're gonna you're search gonna for it search until for it. Mm-hmm. you die. These are the things that like they don't need you don't need to be motivated to do. They come naturally to you. You go mm-hmm. out, you work, you get money. You know, it's like because you need to fulfill those needs. But that fifth level, self-actualization, that is not a deficiency need. That is a growth need. That is the thing that mm-hmm. you make up your mind that you want to do that. It's not that you mm-hmm. have to. Many people live and die and they never ever. You don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that that is what's successful people from people who are not successful. The mm-hmm. people who are successful, they have decided that they are going after self-actualization. They're going to push forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It also would explain why when we experience great loss in our lives, we get motivated. So like when you go through a divorce or the loss of a parent, you actually mm-hmm. have created space on a love, that love and belonging or that safety net is broken. All of a sudden you are motivated. A lot of people start businesses after going through a divorce. Yes. A lot of people exactly what I did. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be the best me possible. And yeah, they cut their me. hair. Yep, everything because the you're cutting not... of the hair is a new beginning. Yeah, <laughs> this is like the driving force because now you have created space. Because before you weren't considering starting a business because your safety and your love and belonging were filled. Mm-hmm. They were stable, you're right. but now you're they're right. not stable. All of a sudden, you're like thinking, "Wow, what have you been doing? I need to like get up and." do these things yes the problem yes. is that by the time we fulfill those needs we get a little bit more safety or a little bit more love and belonging most people forget that they wanted to try to self-actualize it's like okay i'm comfortable again now yeah <laughs> no you're absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable. You know, right? yes that was just a phase, i think that's what know? happened to me mm-hmm. yeah that's just a phase i can i can relax now right yeah yeah my a coach is to remind you hey mm-hmm. <laughs> we said priority what has changed and get you to really get back to that self-actualization self self 
assessment, assessing yourself to see what you can do differently to achieve your goals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness, this is so amazing. I love the fact that you cited the Maslow laws. I haven't even thought about that since like university days. So, <laughs> and you're absolutely right. I have to go back there and 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 get those laws in my head again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's so vital. You know yeah. what I mean? I've got to post that, repost that. So that's good. I'm taking away that. So listeners, take away all the gems that my girl Khalees is saying tonight, okay? Because she's she's bringing it, which is so amazing. And I totally, totally appreciate it. Um, yeah, so being overwhelmed, it could be really, really um, hard. So what, so you basically gave us some great um tools and getaways to um giveaways to you know come over our fears and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. if you had to stand up into in an audience and let them know five things about entrepreneurship self-sabotage five keys like what would you say and what would you do i know i'm putting you on the spot but yeah it's okay (laughs) (laughs) I think you got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Listen down and number them. The first thing uh-huh. I would say to a crowd, like to someone thinking about entrepreneurship, uh, but they're wondering if it's for them or not. Uh-huh. I would say, first of all, not everyone is caught out to be an entrepreneur. Like, let's just be real. It's nice to think uh-huh. that we all are, but if you have a very low risk tolerance, um, <laughs> not flexible <laughs> like mm-hmm, can't pivot mm-hmm. very easily probably it's still for you but just understand that not everyone is going to make it yes it, it, and it's not designed that way if it were easy everyone would do it i know that sounds cliche mm-hmm. but it's not for everyone and you could absolutely live a very fulfilling life not being an entrepreneur i know teachers who are killing it being the best mm-hmm. versions of themselves it could mm-hmm. mean that you're meant to be a really great mom Mm-hmm. You're meant to be a really good clerk. Like you are meant to be a really good employee, right? Mm-hmm. Not everyone is meant to be on boss and that is okay. It doesn't make you less than or more than, right? That's good there's, advice. There's right no there. reward. Yeah, there's, there's no mm-hmm. reward. The whole thing is about achieving what makes you a better person, the best version of yourself. And that is going to mm-hmm. look different from person to person, you know? Yeah. The second mm-hmm. thing would be don't compare. And that falls right into the first thing. Don't compare. Yes. A I'm snapping times, my fingers right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so don't compare because a lot of the times we take other people's goals and make them own. Mm-hmm. And we forget who we really are and what really makes us happy. So you've been working five years nonstop, sleepless nights for that new Ferrari. And then when you get it, you're not happy because, yo, you weren't even interested in cars. Mm-hmm, you saw mm-hmm. someone post that they had a Ferrari online mm-hmm. and all of a mm-hmm. sudden it became your goal. But is that really going to help you and your vision to become the best version of yourself? Think like getting yes. back in touch with who we really are and what we really enjoy and what really makes us happy. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, like, if you ask someone what makes you happy, they have to stop and think. You shouldn't. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? You shouldn't. It should mm-hmm. come just roll off the tip of your tongue because you have it on the forefront of your mind, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that should be the guide to what you do, what you invest your time in and what you don't invest your time in. You know? Yes. So that would lead to my third point. Don't get distracted. If you have decided that you want to do something, 
put on your blinders. Like when I when I landed in Canada, I keep going back to this because because it was the most pivotal point in my life. Starting mm-hmm. over from scratch, zero credit score, zero anything. I have a master's degree, but no one even cares because it's not Canadian, right? Yes. <laughs> no one cares. It comes like if the last schooling, that. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Employers oh did goodness. not care that I have an entire master's degree, right? And you start mm-hmm. from scratch. And I had it in my mind, hey, I'm gonna look at here and in two years I wanna have my own house. I wanna have to call my own. And yes. there were so many distractions that came. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Hey. it's Mm -hmm. finally you know Mm -hmm. when you set a goal put on blinders and prepare for the distractions as well think about it think about the things that you like um that Mm -hmm. do not align with your goals and prepare Mm -hmm. for the fact that they are going to distract you and prepare yourself to deal with them as well right Mm -hmm. flash Mm -hmm. forward two years later i was able to purchase my own house and i was also able to purchase a rental property my very first first of many wow right amazing (laughs) and that is a testimony not to um say that i'm the smartest person i'm not no that's a strive either yes yes (laughs) just plain old focus Mm -hmm. focus Mm -hmm. and not getting distracted right you had that vision and you you led the way you yes. did not let you put those blinders on and you, you continued your vision and you kept going and you didn't have anything to distract you and you just motivate yourself yep. and you just kept going. And you also had a family unit that helped guide you as well because yep. they saw your vision. They see how you are, Khalid, and it's just amazing. Like mm-hmm. I said, I've been watching you and it's like, wow, I'm just so proud. I'm yep. very, very proud of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the third thing, right? Yes, third. <laughs> the third thing, it's like it's almost like it's evolving from one to another. I didn't have it listed out, but it's like as I speak about one thing, another thing comes to mind. Yes. Don't expect your family and friends to support you. Like, yeah, they don't owe you anything. Yeah, they don't. You they have can a support your, your your life. vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have a vision for life, and if they support you, good for you. But that's not mm-hmm. always the case yeah that is not always the case sometimes you need to just bet on yourself and today on my instagram i posted that like the best thing i ever did was bet on myself you mm-hmm. know because you can't expect your, your friends and family they love you their job is to protect you mm-hmm. and they may not agree with everything you do but exactly. you know they're there mm-hmm. the uncertainty of becoming an entrepreneur is is for them it may seem like a risk that they don't think they can tolerate so they may mm-hmm. try to discourage you because they see that it's possible for you to fail, right? They see that and they're right. trying to protect you from that failure. That is their job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not everything mm-hmm. you do, people around you are going to encourage you. Sometimes they're going to try to stop you because they see heartbreak, right? They're seeing failure. They're seeing years of turmoil. And yes, all of those things come with entrepreneurship. I've yet to mm-hmm. hear, hear of a successful entrepreneur who made it on their first chance. Like mm-hmm. just blew up overnight and became a millionaire in their first business. No, it takes time. It, <laughs> it takes, takes time, time, right? So your friends and family, they may be just seeing all of those years that you're going to have to invest and all of those heartbreaks, all of those moments of doubt. And mm-hmm. they are going to say, oh, don't think this is a good idea. 
you know mm -hmm. but if or they really want you to do it or they mm -hmm. really want you to do it but if they haven't seen anything done they'll be like well what are you doing how so mm -hmm. long how come it's taking so long you know so sometimes people they they're there for you but really are really watching your every move and if you haven't been successful their time frame they're they basically can sabotage you and make you feel like you know what you're not doing anything mm -hmm. you might as well just stop you know so yeah i get that because sometimes family members can make you feel that you know so yeah, that is that is true that is true but i think mm -hmm. as well surrounding yourself which will probably lead to my fifth point <laughs> mm -hmm, surrounding mm -hmm. yourself with people who are on the same journey with you it helps a great deal because yes, absolutely. your family members who expect you to like blow up overnight they're probably just they've never owned a business of their own mm -hmm. they don't know how much work it really takes they don't understand that they are just like they see Jeff Bezos or something and they're like well, so why aren't you there yet <laughs> what's going on you're starting a business like what's up right so i mm -hmm. think surrounding your success leaves clues as well so if you're hanging around people who are successful who have what you want it's gonna rub off on you you're gonna yes. pick up bad vibes you're gonna be positive you're gonna see what is possible for you and it's mm -hmm. gonna be easier for you to manifest that because you're seeing it you're seeing someone right. live out your dream so you know that it's possible and all yes. of a sudden, that very big goal seems very small. It's like, yeah, I can do that because X, Y, Z did it. And I'm smarter mm -hmm. than X, Y, and Z. So why can't I do it? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't take much brains. Yes. You don't have to be super duper smart, um, have a PhD to be successful. Just really mm -hmm. need to put your head down and never give up. You know? That's right. Yes. So yes. yeah, those are my five points. <laughs> I love it. I totally, totally love it. Oh, my goodness. Wow, Khalees, you've been amazing. And can you please let the Get It Go Vision um squad know where they can reach you, all your handles? So yeah, it's Kelly's. That's K-E-L-I-S-E underscore travels. And my major platform where I'm trying to grow right now and really putting all my efforts and energy into is Instagram. Um, but yeah. I also have a YouTube channel that is thriving where I talk about my entrepreneurial journey and my journey as a new immigrant as well and that is also Kelly's K-E-L-I-S-E -E, travels yes and I, you know what? I'm going to go check that out on YouTube tonight yeah. I'm going to put my headphones on and I'm going to watch it girl <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on to GIGB it's been a pleasure I wish I could talk to you for the whole night girl, but <laughs> we gotta go but thank you, you know so what? much it's Charlie. yes thank you so so much and we will do this again awesome yes I'm looking forward to it yes so take it easy bye you too. bye bye